episode 222. Thank you all for listening to episode 221, Katie's 69th Dirty Bird. <laughs> I am Montes T. Baggins, here with my co-host. Bobo T. Baggins. Cody Ben Baggins. <laughs> Cody Ben Baggins, the KBB. <laughs> we're back, episode 222. Looking forward to that. I think that's what we're just going to call it, episode 222, but, and then we're going to just call it Two T W O T O T O O. It's gonna be the name of the episode. I like it. Yep. Two. I'm writing it down now. Two to two, two because it's two to two, and so it looks. It makes sense. Um, looking forward to that. So, <laughs> thanks to Wes Anderson for mine quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on the Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to uh, All Our Clothing. Visit BrandonAllWearClothing.com. Can help with all your clothing needs. You can be a sports team, a podcast, a individual, a corporation. Anything you need, he can help you out. He's going to be helping us out. He's going to be getting us some jackets and polos and some professional gear for the office. He can also help like what he does for us when getting koozies and shirts and hoodies and hats and stickers, whatever you need. Again, Brandon, All We're Clothing, AllWearClothing.com. Thanks to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Austin, Massachusetts. Beautiful. And he can help you with all of your landscaping needs. He's still doing – they're doing some mowing. He just aerated and seeded my yard. He can do the same for you. Fall cleanup's coming up. Those leaves are falling. Get in touch with him. They'll get the fall cleanup going. They can get uh, your drainage going, too, in your ground, making sure that drainage is going the proper way. Again, landscaping is their biggest thing right now. Get in touch with them for that. And, of course, if you want to plant trees, the best time to plant them is in the fall. So check out Sean, 419-704-5471. One of the highest rates landscaping companies in the Toledo and surrounding area. So check him out. Comes highly recommended by everybody that he serves. So uh, that's big for him, big for us. And then last but not least, thank you to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Reach out to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com to transform your dating. How about that? That was pretty solid, wasn't it? I could have been a salesperson. I'm good. <laughs> Connell Barrett is... <laughs> The third uh, dating coach on Google. I haven't even been drinking tonight. The third dating coach on Google. You're going to make him number one because you're going to go visit him to improve your life because you're not good. You can't talk to the ladies. You're not smooth. You suck. That's why you're listening to this podcast. So you got to get with Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com, so you can be the superstar and the ladies' man that you've always wanted to be. Datingtransformation.com. We're going to get him from number three to number two on episode 222. And we also want to get, get you, baby. Woo! God damn it. We want to get him from number two to uh, number one. If you want to be a man to go from number two to number one in the ladies' hearts, get in touch. Connor Barrett. You run double, baby. Damn it. What was it three nothing? Yeah. Josh Naylor. He was the one that hit one off the wall last night, killed the home run when it didn't matter, got all pumped up. He just. He's all jacked up again. I love it. He's a dude they got from the Padres. Well, uh, looks like we might be seeing a game three. Nah, it's only one inning. Yeah, this is, yeah. yeah. And they are playing the uh, the old skankies who can come back anytime. All right, so updated standings from the pod. We had uh, the clash of champions over the weekend. Pretty much what we thought was going to happen. For the most part, the uh, Bailey Nikki Cross match didn't happen, but uh, Ashka ended up fighting twice. She fought Bailey. She Ashka won by DQ, so we get a nothing on that. And then Nia Shayna against the Riot Squad did not happen um, at all. That was removed from the card. So there was eight matches. The best was Cody and Bear both had six, so they gained one on me. Me and Dub had five. The Parrot had four. We all had Drew and Roman for the win. We all had Ashka and Bobby. Uh, you guys took the Street Profits to win, and um, we all took Cesaro and Shinsuke, except for the Parrot. He took the Lucha House Party, which we told him was dumb. None of us, none of us got Sami Zayn though. We uh, four of us had AJ, and one had Jeff Hardy. Sami Zayn yeah. comes out with victory. Did you see that he? <laughs> I didn't see it, but I read about it that he hooked him, handcuffed Jeff Hardy by his earlobe. <laughs> 
They did that shit again. Oh my gosh. I just... they Remember they did it with the screwdriver a couple of years back? Yeah. yeah. WWE this time they creative. Yeah, creative, ladies and gentlemen. The sad thing is that's probably just Jeff Hardy. Hey, man. Yeah, it might have been. Put a handcuff through my earlobe. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and poor uh, poor old Brucey e. Pritchard did not have a show uh, this week, uh, this past week. He didn't have a show because he had Raw, SmackDown, pay-per-view, so they could not get a show in, so they did one from the vault, and then they ended it with uh, one with Bischoff, actually. <laughs> 83 weeks of Bischoff, and they put that on there at the end where he basically got to come. He had to listen to some things people shooting on him, like Cornette and some others, and then he just responded back. Uh, what happened? Now you're going to make me wonder, Mr. Cub. Uh, Perez just hit one of the shortstop, and it went right between his legs. He looked like Bill Buckner. Oh, never mind. It took a bad hop. All right, I lied. It took a bad hop off the uh, – he hit a ball, and it hit, like, right at the end of the grass, and it took, like, a left-hand bounce. That was crazy. Yeah. That was a weird hop. Yeah, because that's why Glaber's playing short, isn't he? Yeah, and came in and scored. So four nothing now. So it's four nothing. Wonderful. Oh, great. It's only one inning. Um, <laughs> so Clash of Champions, like the 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 main. I don't know why. And maybe you guys. I know that Orton was taunting all the old, you know, the old wrestlers, and they all came out and kind of helped Drew with uh, Big Slow and. Sean Michaels and Ric Flair and uh, I, I don't and Christian and they all came out on Monday night. I don't get it. Why involve all those guys in that? There we go. Finally a pop out. Fly out. I, I don't know. I don't think I quite. I mean I'm not watching at all and I didn't even watch Clash so yeah man I'm not sure. I don't know what they're what they're doing here with all this with uh, Orton and uh, Drew. And just so you saw, I don't know if you just saw it, Steelers-Titans, uh, it's going to be played on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. That's what they keep saying. So yeah. if they play on Tuesday, were those fantasy guys good through Tuesday then? I don't know. Don't know. Interesting. Um, I don't know. I think they just think that everybody that watches WWE is obsessed with nostalgia, which a lot of people really aren't, which, I mean, it kind of shows within the ratings and – and everything else when it comes to their pay-per-views and TV shows. Like, people want new stuff. They don't uh, – you know, I think people who – you know, yeah, it's nice to see Rick Flair and Shawn Michaels, but at the same time, nobody wants to see them anymore. No. And when especially, you keep yeah, them out – Yeah, especially when they're not wrestling. I mean, I think Rick Flair's been on TV more than MVP at this point. You know, and MVP periodically wrestles. So right. – and it's like nobody wants to see that stuff anymore. And I guess, I, I don't know, like, is, is that the only way you can get Randy Orton over, I guess, to make it look like he's dangerous? Let's have Randy Orton beat up old retirees and the elderly? Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, really, it just makes Randy Orton kind of like a, like a, like a jerk, you know? Like, uh, let's kick the guy with one lazy eye in the head and we'll scare the old man into a heart attack and – and then we're going to kick the part-time guy in the head, too. It works and, <laughs> for WWE. Right. And then it's like, oh, yeah, he's he's uh, he's danger, man. He's a threat to the title. But really all he's doing is beating up, you know, old people and people that can't see him coming from one side of their head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well. Bear, we'll get more into this. Bear, you got the uh, updated, updated trivia. Yeah, so updated trivia points as of September 30th, 2020. Montes T. Baggin, 628. Cody B. Bryant, 524. Cody B. Baggin. I like Bryant. Cody B. Bryant. <laughs> Cody. Cody can be Baggin if he wants. Uh 524. Myself at 561. Parrot 226. Dub at 29. Wes Anderson at 7. And Security Jeff at Uno. All right. So we're going to get the old uh, the old questions here. And I guess we'll just go least points to highest to get the guesses here. Unless uh, it's a quite Okay, here we go. 
First up for two points, which ECW stable included members such as Chris Benoit, Bam Bam Bigelow, and Shane Douglas? So I will come out and say I don't know. ECW. Um. Oh. Uh, something stupid. I'm gonna say the primetime players. I guess. <laughs> uh, only thing I can think of is the triple threat. That's the only thing I can think of with uh, Frank, Shane Douglas and Bam Bam Bigelow both in it. The triple threat. You are absolutely correct, sir. Two points for yeah. Cody Bryant. Two. Since you're not sharing your screen and I can't see oh, it. Shit. My bad. I will share the old screen. There we go. Next up for three points, which former Family Feud host was at WrestleMania 8? I know that one. All right, so we want to put that uh, in the chat box. You and I can. I'm going to try it. Here we go. I'm going to try it. I think I found it on the phone. Let me know if you guys get it, though. All right. Did it show up? Mine's okay. in there. Yours did. Ray Combs. I didn't know it was Ray Combs. I went with Richard Dawson. <laughs> was he even still alive by WrestleMania 8? Oh, yeah. Richard Dawson, oh. is he still alive now? No, nah, he's dead. Okay. Is he? When yeah, he like, probably died. Like, who the hell is Ray Combs? He's the one that killed himself. Ray Combs? I don't remember him, but you guys both get three points. If you, you've seen a picture of him, you know who we were talking about. I guess I'll have to look it up. Time for the return of the Eliminator. A few weeks ago, you guys were talking about Nexus and naming off some of the members, so let's see how many you can name. So, if you can name them all. Go around naming them, but if you miss, you're eliminated from the game. Oh, fuck. Oh, come on. Nexus? New Nexus. So this includes the new Nexus, 13 total members who are at one point with the group. Use the typical order as always. So, Cody Bryant, you're first. Oh, man. Uh, Wade Barrett. Oh, Richard Dawson died in 2012. Wow. All right, Bear. Um... Do we have to give their name in it, or can I just give the rest? Like, Ryback. I don't know if that was his name in it. But. All right. Well, yeah, well, that wasn't his name, So, but I know what you're saying. I do know his name there. Oh, somebody just hit a home run. Nice. There's Stanton. one. Was it Glay? Oh, yeah, it was Stanton. Um, can he name them by another future name or their Nexus name? We'll find out. Yeah, man, we're not keeping cake fade. Shut up. I don't. I don't think I either. Yeah, son of a bitch. Well, it's Skip Sheffield. Yeah, name. Skip yeah, Sheffield. A lot of them dudes didn't stay around long enough. Yeah. Daniel Bryan for me. Yep. See, Skip Sheffield. Like I said, Daniel Bryan for me. <laughs> That's gonna be the only fucking one I get. Remember <laughs> <laughs> Nexus. You're either Nexus, Nexus against or against us. That's right. It's like right around the time I just thought about starting to watch again. Uh, so it's up to Cody Bryant. All right. Um, Husky Harris. <laughs> Bray Wyatt. <laughs> oh, see, I didn't even know he was in that. All right. I do have another one I lied. David Otunga. I remember him. That's a good one. But uh, he's Slater for me. I remember. Heath Slater. All right, back to Cody. Uh, Darren Young. Black Cena. Yeah. He does look like him. Uh... Dean Amber? No, no, no. No, 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 no. That's not my answer. I'm trying to think of the guy who uh, who tied up Roberts with the tie. Maybe we already named him, but didn't he? Yeah, get to... yeah Daniel yeah, Bryan. <laughs> oh, that was Dan Daniel yeah. Bryan. Ah, yeah. oh, crap. Well, then I'm <laughs> I'm definitely screwed. 
Um, ooh, um, yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm going to be, he says we ain't running the table on this one. Fuck him. We're going to do it. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Cause I definitely won't. I'm going to say Dolph Ziggler. I know it's wrong. Dolph for bear. That is wrong. Um, <clears throat> think of any. So, uh, you got to remember the 450. Justin Gabriel. Nice. Yeah, okay. I remember him now. Cody. Uh, CM Punk. Beautiful. He was a Nexus? He oh, yeah. He, led, he was a leader, yeah. Well, I definitely don't remember that. Um... Uh, so, all right. Um, I want to see what you think, Cody. Do you think he's going to include John Cena because John Cena was on their team for a pay-per-view? Technically, he was. Yep. So, it's, you and I agree. So, I'm saying John Cena. Three left. And I know to Oh, um, there's three left? Yeah. All right, I got two of them. I can't remember the one guy's name though. He said um, two guys. I, you think you'll know? <laughs> he must know. All right, who who uh, who Mason do you Ryan. who are you thinking? Oh yeah, yeah, the good man we met, man. Yeah, like Batista Junior. Batista Junior. <laughs> oh God. Uh, Curtis Axel. Yep. Oh yeah. But he, what did he go by back then? It wasn't that. Wasn't it Mike Mike McGillicuddy? Or yes, like that's that? it. You're absolutely right. And I'm trying to. Re- oh God, what the hell was his name? I can't think of his last name. I know the first name. I can't think of his Ooh. last name. Um, the boxer dude, the Antonio. Um, his name wasn't Antonio. Oh, um. Because uh, he wore the glasses, you know what I'm talking. He was a commentator uh, for NXT for a little while when they like first started NXT. Um, hell, ain't he? Isn't that the same dude as Velveteen Dream? No, no, okay. dude. Velveteen Dream's 23 years old. This is like 2010. Okay. He was 13 then. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, depending on what he likes on the internet, he might still be 13. <laughs> Dude, I think I got it uh, as I think uh, about it. It's Antonio th- something. No. I want to say Tarver, but that's the box. No, you're right. It's Michael Tarver. Michael Tarver. Oh, yeah, Tarver. Yeah, because he wore those like, yeah. weird glasses all the time. And they, like, tried to turn him into the, the boxer, Antonio Tarver. Yes. He, he you said like, Tarver, and it reminded boxer. me. I was like, Michael Tarver. Yeah, yeah, tell us please. we ain't going to run the table. How there in the world go. did you guys remember him? Yeah, don't tell us we don't know. Get out of here. All you had to do was remind me. You said Antonio. I'm like, it doesn't ring a bell. You said Tarver. I'm like, oh, Michael Tarver. There you go. I knew it was something. He I, said congrats reluctantly. Yeah. <laughs> we rock. You, you can you can split the five points in each get – or the ten points in each get five. There we go. So give each of us five. Fair. I thought Cena would trip you up. Not at all. No. We saved him for the <laughs> in the bank. Because <laughs> yeah, we knew, I mean, because he fought next. It was basically hit Nexus against him, and then he had to join him. Yeah. That was a fun one, though. I like that. Well, we were starting to name him all last week, so it was kind of fresh in memory. Right. It's just we had to work out together, Tarver. So yeah. that works out. And I almost forgot uh, Batista Jr., Oh, I remembered him. I was I was saving him too because I was like, we met him around the. Well, yeah, he was we out of. Yeah, yeah, we met him at Access, and he, dude, Bear, we were talking. We're, did you hear us sound about that Bear? And we were like, man, we we're gonna party with him. He wanted to party. He's like, yeah, yeah let's go. I'm go. like, yeah, he was ready to get out of Access and go party. <laughs> he was a cool, down to earth dude, like Third super time. cool guy. <clears throat> we should have, but I was too hyped up on trying to get out with Alexa Bliss. Oh Jesus. <laughs> I had a shot. She was nobody then. Yeah, we both. Yeah, because I was. Uh, what was the other one? Eve. Uh, or Eve uh, Rosa. Rosa Mendez. Yeah. 
Rosa Mendez, she was there. We had a shot. Should have should have went with it. We should have, but Cody chickened out. He was too fixated on Norman Smiley. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> Did we lose him? Where'd he go? Oh, is he out? Cody Bryant. Yep, he's out. Man, well, good. I could shit all over him. He was all about Norman Smiley. <laughs> but he called him out. He's like, we're walking through access. Nobody knows who he is. We do. But he's just like, you know how Cody is. He doesn't give a shit. He's like, hey, Norman. <laughs> he's like, Warriors, are we taking a picture with him? He's like, me. You know, and he's all excited. Norman Smiley. We're like, yep, it is. So we all he's got probably, our pictures. Yeah, someone recognized me. Yeah, but we got him. We had a good time, though. We had um, we got to meet the uh, the Wyatt family. Nice. That was cool. You know, they were, you know, all, I mean, pretty much all under 20. Dude, they were cranking. And Cody can tell you now that he's back, they were cranking Red Bulls. Like, Bro, smashing them. Oh, yeah. Who was? When we met the Wyatt family. Remember how many, they oh, were just smashing man. Red Bulls? Yeah, they each had, like, two on the table, and there was, like, a case underneath it. Yeah, dude, they were just imagining. Yeah, so I think we like they did their uh, their meet and greet in between like Bourbon Street trips. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. And Bourbon Street. Remember when they the one guy got uh, in the in the uh, the yes lock guy in the street oh, got another yeah. guy in the yes lock on Bourbon Street. <laughs> Middle of the intersection. Yeah. Cops are just like came up cheering them on. Yeah, cops just cheered him on. They didn't break him up. We're like, it's fine. And then you just hear, yes, yes, yeah. That's all you hear. <laughs> Dude, Nolans was uh, – oh, and I was so happy, Bear. I, I, we shared the story when you weren't here because uh, that was my second time there. First time I was there was in 2011, so this is 2014 when we went. 2011 I was there, and I've made that first mistake where they pull you into the bars. And they're like, you want shots? Hell yeah. And they dump them down your throat. They're like, that's $40. I'm like, some bitch. I'm like, yep. I don't carry cash. Like, ATM's right behind you. I'm like, of course it is. So we go there, and and uh, Dirk and Cody, they're like, oh, yeah. And they're like, you want shots? Hell, yeah, you want shots? I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> I know how this works. And they start <laughs> dumping shots down their throat, and they're like, oh, that's $40. And he's like, oh, hell no. I was like, oh, I knew. He's like, yeah. And Cody just looks at me. He's like, man, you knew. I was like, you got you to gotta fall for it once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me that before I went. Yeah, so you knew. Did you let any yeah. – when you were there, did you let any guys uh, let that happen? No. No, we were good. We made sure. I mean, you know, we, we knew we did some. But, yeah, when they, they come around, they're so damn annoying about it, too. They're like, you need shots. Like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, not your, like, watered-down bullshit with color. It's yeah. like food coloring with water. Yeah. Like, I'll go, I'll go up to the bar if I need that. No, and that was the only thing I could uh I couldn't really say like I can't really be as mad only because it was kind of a bait and switch. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, like the girl walked up to me and she was actually polite. She's like, Hey, how you doing? You want a shot? I'm like, hey, no, why not? I'm in front of the bar, maybe just give it out shots. And then they just pour you know, the whole cylinders down your throat, you know, yeah. four of them, like, ten dollars each. Like, <laughs> and it was like Everclear or something. <laughs> yeah, they actually hooked him up. She was nice to him. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I actually got alcohol too, which was nice. Yeah, that remind that reminds me. I know we we can't say too much about the old uh, bachelor party, but that was a fun, grand old time. <laughs> and I had to make sure I took care of Cody Bryant. That's oh my god! Around the time I was getting had the pizza shop, and I had money I had to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> Cody Bryant knows we were in uh because yeah, shit that was they August. Yeah, there was no water consumed at all. Nah, nah, nah. I was like, uh, we need this. I need you to take care of this guy. I need this, this, and this. I need that section over there roped off and uh, just put it on my card. Yeah. And Bear, I told you about that, didn't I, how that worked? Yeah. The 555 yep. boots? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, because it comes up. Oh, trust me. Oh, I know. I, there's a couple nights that I don't remember, and I go back, and I was like, what did I do last night? And I look, I'm like, sports bar. I'm like, what the fuck is that shit? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I was I like, just, what do you do? And they tell me, I'm like, oh, very smart. Because very smart. I, I paid for me and Cody to get in, and they, I was like, yeah, I'll take the receipt. And then I see, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I, I, I get ready to walk away, come back. I'm like, does every receipt in this place say this? And they're like, yep. I'm like, perfect. I need this. 
<laughs> and I was like, what do you guys want? And they're just, and, and all of Cody's friends that I had just met about that time were great guys. They were like, dude, you sure? You sure? I'm like, it's on me. Trust me. And I was like, yeah. they were, and they were gracious. They were, they tried to offer me cash. They're like, you want anything, man? We'll take care of you. I'm like, no, no, no. Like you guys have a good time. It's <laughs> <was> like, my <laughs> focus awesome. is Cody here. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, that was one of those places where, like, it'd be nice to be a regular at just because they look out for you on the receipt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, dude, they were they were great. I was like, oh, man, I should – man, if I still had the shot today, you know where we'd be tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or or uh, close to December when I get to get my write-offs for the year. <laughs> no, that was a good time, man. We, we had a great time. That was – shit, what? Now we're talking four years ago now at this point. Yeah. Yeah, four years. Oh, yeah, dude, wow. because we had your shit. And then uh, yeah. a month later, me and Bear were in Cleveland. <laughs> Just having a yeah. good time. UFC 203. Yeah. CM Punk makes his debut, gets his ass handed to him. And <laughs> Mickey yeah, Gall. Stippy whoops my ass, though. Yeah, he did. He whooped Alistair Overeem's ass. Round one. Worried for I was worried for a hot second, and then he just took over. That's the stippy thing. Get hit. We'll see what happens there. So, um, one of the things we want to talk about, they were – so, with WWE, they had asked Triple H. Uh, he, they asked him if he had any idea on how the NXT brand might be involved with the draft. By the way, there's a draft coming up on SmackDown October 9th and on uh, Raw October 12th. And, actually, those are the two days that my floors are getting replaced. So that's ironic. And then um, he, he said he wish he did, but he doesn't. Uh, if he knows how NXT might get involved with the draft, he does not know. He's He knows the draft is coming, but that is it. Um, should be interesting. So he's saying, <laughs> one of the guys that we're talking with him, he's like, wait a minute. You're saying that some of the people in retribution came from NXT? Jeez, I got to pay more attention to this stuff, Triple H said. <laughs> Oh, so, Jesus. Uh, yeah what a joke man um i don't know what has there been much going on in aew nothing worthwhile that sucks besides uh lance archer and somebody else having covid oh yeah yeah <laughs> i know cody and uh brody lee are gonna have a dog collar match Oh, yeah, yeah. He came back with the fireworks and everything and, and dark hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They started a huge um, brawl, though, in, uh, in AEW Dynamite. Yeah. Dude, they want to be WWE so bad. It's so sad. It is. It, it makes it's you so cry. Sad. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. No, I mean, original. That's the problem. Yeah. They, they can't be – like, they don't know how to be original. And then when you take guys from WWE that the only time they've ever really wrestled was in WWE, so all they really know is a WWE style anyway. Mm-hmm. So, and next week, isn't it the – I'm looking at this, 30th anniversary celebration next week for uh, Jericho. Oh, Jericho, yeah. That's crazy. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go. I mean, I don't know if they're going to work that into a storyline or what, but I don't know. I don't even think they know how to. Yeah, there's going to be. Why... Yeah, go no, ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, which is, which is why they need to have uh, the elite go sit down somewhere and be mediocre like they turned out to be and let uh, the real elite and Jim Ross, Aaron Anderson, and uh, – and Tully Blanchard take over that book. You know, hell, give Jake Roberts a shot. You know, he's sober now. You know, like, you know, let the, you know, let the actual history of wrestling guide you instead of trying to be, you know, history bites. And we don't want anything to do with it because it makes your product look like trash. Right. They're going to have, they're going to have a, a, an eight man, tournament single elimination where the winner gets a shot at AEW world championship at full gear. Um, something I just read about it just cracks me up. Uh, it said poor Hangman. He looked like a guy who just heard his ex is dating someone new. Uh, 
And he said, I understand what you're going through and that how you're feeling. Your next drink is on me. There's so many things about it. He's <laughs> about him. He said, Hangman finding out Kenny Omega entered the number one contender tournament with, uh, without telling him must have felt like seeing your ex on Tinder. Oh, <laughs> yikes. Man, I – but what um, – I got to keep remembering, you keep telling me every week and I keep forgetting to record Impact. Oh, yeah, it wasn't a bad episode, man. I watched it last night. Um, You said it's on Access, right? Right, on Access at 8, Tuesday nights. Um, It was actually a pretty decent show. Uh, They're setting up, um, oh, geez, what, Victory Road. Victory Road, which is this Saturday. Uh, they're kind of setting some matches up for that. And then they're still working on, uh, you know, getting a bound for glory. Uh, I've seen today, right now, it's going to be a four-team tag team match. Um, I say the Good Brothers, Motor City Machine Guns, um, the North, and Ace Austin and Madman Fulton uh, for the tag titles, which Impact's tag team division, man, is... You know, for everything we used to say about AEW's tag division, is that and then some. Like, honestly, the revival should have went to Impact. Be honest. Um, for tag team wrestling, um, I know Tennille Dashwood and Jordan Grace. Oh, um, Emma. Yeah, uh, they're they're gonna have a match at uh, Victory Road this Saturday. Um, Susie and Deanna Perrazzo for the women's title. Um, was it Murphy? Murphy and Tommy Dreamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have a match at Victory Road. And um, Rob Dam's gone now, isn't he? Yeah, he's gone. Um, it was nothing. There was no uh, no bad blood or anything. Uh, just his contract ran out. So and they're oh, they didn't you know his contract ran out they didn't have anything else for him, uh, but I guess they're still you know the door's open for him to make a comeback if he ever wants to. Um, what else happened on that show? Oh boy, um, they're still continuing the Moose and EC3, um, lead up to their match. Uh, Rich Swan, I guess, is going to be cleared to wrestle again. Um, I think that's for Bound for Glory, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh, Ken Shamrock made his return. Beat up Eddie Edwards. At Impact? Yeah, at Impact. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, Kenny. Man. Yeah, Kenny Shamrock. Yeah, Kenny is Jack, too, boy. Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> Um, the uh, was it the X division that that X division feud that they have going on right now with uh, which I think it'll probably lead up to a four way uh, with oh, Chris Bay, best. yeah, with Chris Bay, Rohit Raju, um, TJ Perkins, and um, oh my gosh, what's the guy from the Rascals? Uh, I can't remember Alpha. his name right now. Uh, not him, the other one. I think Spanky. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think I think that's what they're getting. There, I think that's what they're kind of leaning towards right now. Which is, I mean, it, it would be a nice match. Uh, so, I mean, props to Scott Demore, man. To Impact, dude. Impact is a good show. Um, and also, while we're uh, apologizing, I don't want to apologize to Ring of Honor. Oh my gosh. Dude, if you can set up a recording for Ring of Honor, it comes on like Saturdays, but it's like really, really late though. Um, it used to come on after Saturday Night Live on Saturday nights, but I guess now since with COVID and everything, and then they were shut down, you know, they kind of stopped recording episodes, but they got their back to taping now. They're doing an empty arena. Um, I believe, like, in the Maryland area. Um, but they are doing – they brought back the the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. So if you're not familiar with the, uh, with the Pure Championship, 
um, uh, guys that have held it in the past, um, AJ Styles, Jay Lethal, Samoa Joe, uh, Brian Danielson. Uh, you know, those are guys that have held it, you know, in the past. Uh, the the rules for a pure wrestling match and Ring of Honor, um, there basically there's three big differences. Uh, each wrestler gets uh, only three rope breaks to stop uh, submissions and pinfall pinfalls. So, uh, and if you if you use up all your your rope breaks, then it doesn't matter. Uh, all pins and submissions are legal. Mm. And uh, yeah, like there's no no closed fist punches. Um, to the face are allowed. Um, the first one, you get a warning. And then the second time you use a closed fist to the face, they uh, dock one of your rope breaks. And then if you're out of rope breaks, then you get disqualified. And uh, and then a count out is a 20 count. You know, for, so, yeah, if a wrestler goes to the floor instead of a 10 count. So, like, I mean, it's... Dude, I was uh I missed the first round of matches, but I was able to see Silas Young. I watched a little bit of Silas Young, and um, oh my gosh, this guy's name. Um, he was in actually he was in the the wrestlers documentary that was on Vice. Uh, Fred Yehi. So Fred Yehi against Last Real Man Silas Young, I mean that pure wrestling is oh my gosh! If you want actual, you know, if you're tired of sports entertainment and you want pro wrestling, like that right there, and the way they set it up, um, basically right now Ring of Honor is what AEW wants to be. You know how AEW used to say how they want to be, you know, sports based. And, you know, try to use like standings and actual rules and actually enforce the rules. And then, you know, two weeks later, they're like WWE light. No, <laughs> yeah. Ring of Honor. Exactly. Like, yeah, like Ring of Honor in this pure championship tournament. Oh, my. Oh, man. This is this is what you need to watch. So and that tournament is still going on right now. So, you know, check it out. Um, I was going to try to watch some some more of it today and finish the episode from this past Saturday, but I had to go to the doctor. So, but, uh, man, it's worth it. So, you know, like, and it's everything it says, pure, you know, pure wrestling. So check it out now that Ring of Honor is actually back. It's about as pure Aaron Judge's strikeout swings. Yeah, they were great. <laughs> It's like all you gotta do is throw him a fucking breaking ball to the outside. He'll swing every time. He's like fucking Serrano from Major League. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. straight ball, very far. Curveball. No. He's gonna be the he's gonna be the next guy for all state. Fuck. <laughs> oh, okay. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh god. Alright, so Cody, what's been going on in the uh the G one climax? All right. Uh, let's see. As of today, which is after seven days into the tournament, uh, Jay White, Tai Chi, Osprey, uh, Minoru Suzuki, and Kota Ibushi are all tied with six points in the A block. While in the B, the B block right now, uh, Naito and Toru Yano, surprisingly, um, are in the lead right now with six points. Really? I can't yeah. believe they're still, like, pressing Naito. He's got two titles. Like, why? Yeah. Well, I, I'm telling you, they. I, I think they're going to try to make him the third guy to actually win the G1 as heavyweight champion. Well, he's got the – but he's got the Intercontinental too, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's got both so, going I mean, on. Yeah. But, I mean, Naito is that dude, man. They love Naito. Let me some Naito. Yeah, and after uh, Kazucho uh, Okada, man, um, Naito, and well, after I'd say the top three guys in New Japan right now, um, out, um, 
I'd say probably Okada, Naito, and Kota Ibushi. Yeah, because Naito, uh, Naito's only had three matches. Yeah, yeah. Janahasi, uh, Tanahasi, Goto, and who else? Zach. So yeah, like you yeah, said, he's got six points. But there's only yeah. two guys that have six in B block. Yeah, they're the only two that are undefeated right now. Yeah, I mean, why? Yeah. Why is everybody in A block already fought four? The well, a, they alternate days. Right oh, now. that's why. Okay, yeah. so that's why. Yeah, they're alternating days. Yeah, so at least as of right now, which I believe B block is tomorrow morning, I believe. So they're they'll be next um, to start their fourth matches. Right. So, you know, like Evil, I mean, he's only got two points, man. He's only won one. Sonata's lost all right. three. Yeah. And, got... I mean, the way they the way they kind of build their wrestlers up in, like, this tournament-style format. <laughs> this is know, where I keep – oh, fuck, dude. Hold up. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep wanting to – because what? James Robinson, Bear, is my running back for the Jags, right? Mm-hmm. And I keep wanting to call him Juice. Here's why. Juice Robinson's in the B block and G1 Climax for for uh, New Japan. I keep wanting to say Juice because I keep thinking of Juice Robinson from New Japan. And this, this is James. I'm like, oh, it's not Juice. Juice is in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Just call him Juice anyways. It'll be all right. Right. Juice. Be all right. Are you kind of – so are you – like I'm not surprised by like Osprey and Ibushi – and uh, Suzuki, I'm not surprised. Like all of them, nobody's you know, they're three and all of them are three and one. Right. They try to you know they try to build the G1 as like a survival of the fittest, you know, endurance tournament almost. Right. So and it's you know you got to have the ability to go you know basically every other night and basically you're gonna get that opponent's best every night. So like, I just find it interesting. The um, now, what's all the the scores that are next to these? Like, I'm looking at the score sheet, like where I see like ten point seven, ten point five, ten point one. Say, why? What are the all that? Are mean? you? Uh, what are you on the New Japan? I'm on the uh, G1 Climax. Uh, yeah, my New Japan's. Well, I guess it's new. The G1 Climax 30s actual like site. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the date of the matches. Oh, okay. I was like, what the yeah, hell is yeah. this? It's the date. That makes complete yeah. sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody's getting tens. Like, what the hell is going on here? No, it's – um, you know, it's interesting. When I look at this, like, Sonata's on threes out. Um, but, like, Jeff Cobb, man, I'm kind of surprised that he's only got one win. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's – I, I don't know, like, I, at the same time, I like, guess the, that's almost the beauty of how Gato books matches and yeah, how he, like, books right. guys, like, how he books guys in New Japan. I mean, even though he's a new guy and we know, like, theoretically, Jeff Cobb could come in and just start wrecking everything, like, they kind of make him, you know, they make you earn your way up. What is, what's um, the one guy, Shingo, uh, what's his, um, Takagi, Takagi, yeah. So he's yeah. one and three, but his only win, his win is Will Ospreay. I don't get it. Yeah, like he, uh, well, he just came back not too long ago. Um, I want to say was it from injury? I believe it was either injury or excursion. But he just came back, and he necessarily is a junior. Hmm. Um, kind of like Osprey. You know, I mean, like Osprey, the way he dominated the juniors, but now, you know, he's a heavyweight and, you know, he's not winning all the time like as he was in the juniors. Right. You know, so, you know, they they make it, you know, this is the whole, you know, the way Gato books New Japan, you're able to suspend your disbelief, you know, like they they book it like as if it was, you know, actual, you know, sport pro wrestling. I mean, if you think about it, you look at a guy like Osprey, who's you know younger and probably not wrestling as long as someone like uh, uh, Tanahashi or an Okada, or even um, uh, like a Tetsuya Naito. 
you know, for instance, you know, like he's not going to come in. You can't, you can't realistically expect him to come in and start beating guys like that. Or even, you know, experienced guys like Toru Yanu, you know, they make it, you know, they make it, they make it so, you know, getting a win over a veteran is a big deal. Uh, I mean, with, with Osprey's first year in the G. We lose him. Uh-oh. Cody. Got to pay that phone bill. That's what happens. Now you're turning into me, goddammit. Hmm. Man. What are you? So, there you are. What would you say? We lost everything you said. Oh, I just said all our power just went out. Oh, that's probably what it was then. Yeah. So I have no idea what just happened. Um, but I'm going to try to figure that out. It is raining outside. My oh, power's on. Storming? My power's still on. We're good. So, like, after Osprey, I think we kind of lost what you said there. Oh, there it went, and there it was. I think we had a tree fall somewhere near us, because I remember seeing um, Toledo Edison around. Big tree fall hard. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it flickered, and I don't know. So. Hi. Yeah, I think it went the whole block out. Yeah, like the whole block's yeah. out right now. And it's flickering and on and off. Yeah, so I think I'm trying to figure out. I don't know if you guys got hit by nope. it or not. We're okay. good. But if uh, but if, you're, if your love life is flickering on and off, you can get in touch with Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Get that power turned back on in the power tool and you can you yourself can become a genetic jackhammer <laughs> that was a great great segue so uh yeah we got a lot of g1 climax coming up we'll cover more of it next week uh looking forward to that bear as cody tries to fix his uh power you want to do uh one of the old uh the old fun uh read-alongs yeah uh, yeah all right, so I'm going to let you look for this while I go into like a nitro from 99. But go to 2009, uh, Hell in a Cell, 2009. On this day, it's October 4th here for the pod, so 11 years ago. Uh, 2009, Hell in a Cell, do the main Hell in a Cell tag match, Shawn Michaels and Triple H against Cody Rhodes and Ted Dibidoski Jr. All right, well, everyone that pops up is always 411 Mania, so we're just going to keep using that one. So you wanted – Well, try to find it. The main, it was Triple H and Shawn Michaels against Cody and Ted Dibidoski. In the meantime, I'm going to go back to Nitro 99, so 21 years ago. You said that uh, was going to sell 2009? Yes, sir. I don't, Hell in a Cell 2009, I see uh, Undertaker and CM Punk. Ziggler and Morrison, Alicia Fox, Mickey James, Batista Mysterio and Jerish versus Jericho, uh, Orton and Cena, R Truth and McIntyre, um, Miz, Jack Swagger, Kofi Kingston, oh, DX and Legacy. There you go. There you go. Sorry. So we'll get that in a minute. So I'm going to just talk about Nitro from 99, October 4th, 21 years ago. Uh, Malenko beat Mysterio Jr., Disco Inferno beat Psychosis to win the Cruiserweight title. Sid Vicious beat Brian Adams. Goldberg beat Jerry Flynn. Kurt Hennig beat Brad Armstrong. Juventude Guerrero beat Billy Kidman. Uh, Bret Hart beat Chris Benoit via submission. 32-minute match. Harley Race was a ring announcer. DDP beat Buff Bagwell. Hogan and Flair beat Luger and Sting. Like, that doesn't sound like a bad Nitro card for 99. No, it doesn't sound too bad at all. For a 1999 card, but on that same day, we've got to talk about what happened on Raw. Bradshaw and Farouk beat Billy Gunn and Road Dog, Kane and X-Pac, Crash Holly and Hardcore Holly in a fatal four-way tag. Edge and Christian beat Jeff and Matt Hardy. Mae Young and Fabulous Moolah beat Ivory and Miss Kitty. <laughs> China beat British Bulldog by DQ. Bubba and Devon beat Mankind and Stevie Richards. Rock beat Jericho. I would have rather watch Nitro that night. Yeah. Right. Well, I guess that'll tell you. That's what happens when you got bad booking or bad writing. Yep. So, Bear, let's go back to that 2009 Hell in a Cell main event, DX versus Legacy. All right. Cole talks about how both world titles have changed hands tonight. 
King piggybacks to suggest that we may be seeing a changing of the guard as well in the main event. HBK and Trips are at their smarmiest during the intro, throwing the DX glow sticks around to hawk some merch. Thankfully, <laughs> Cody and Ted Jr. jumped them from behind to get us started. Trips, this is going to be hard not to laugh. Trips no-sells the beatdown to fight back, and DX seems to right the ship. The brawl continues outside the cage, making a lap around ringside. Trips clotheslines DiBiase over the announce table and helps HBK fight off Cody. He gets sent into the announce table as well, and now it's some DX double-teaming. They, pr- they prep the SAT SmackDown announce table. They waffle Cody with the monitors, and they follow up with a double suplex onto the table, but it doesn't budge. Ted Jr. flies in with a Maurice du- Dumpy hammer <laughs> and goes to work on both. He dumps H into the front. Oh, now he changed. He dumps H into the front row and suplexes him back over. HBK no sells to pair off with Cody and send him to the bar- barricade. I guess selling is not part of the story tonight as H is already up and back on DiBiase in the crowd in five seconds after taking a suplex on the floor. HBK chops Cody over the barricade as well on the opposite side of the ring. Cody charges in but gets backdropped over the rail into the cell. That was awesome. But wait, Cody's got a chain. <laughs> his knee and then runs H and Ted, who have migrated over to the ramp. He winds up and lays out trips. Legacy now isolates trips two on one for a DDT on the stage. Cole, it seems Legacy is once again beating DX at their own game. Cody follows up with crossroads on the steel as well. HBK is now recovering in time for Legacy to chase him down and grapevine the leg around the cage and then get wedged between the cage and the door a few times. The crowd chants for trips, but to no avail. Cody now gets the chain and finally locks the door while trips is out in the cold on top of the ramp. The bell finally rings at about six minutes in. Cole, the hell in a cell has turned into a torture chamber for Shawn Michaels. The crowd is kind of dead. HBK is a consummate pro. He crawls to his feet, and you can see the realizations dawning on him that he's done for. His legacy corners him on both sides. Tepid HBK chant that dies as his comeback does. Ted Jr. Ted Jr. with a Batista kick, and he's fired up. Cole proffers that tonight is about erasing the memory of DX, which sounds like a bad WWE Studios Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Crossed with Lawnmower Man. Hybrid starring Jeff Fahey and the NAW. They tee up HBK for total elimination. Cody covers the one, two, two and a half. DiBiase picks up HBK for another drive into the mat and the knee breaker. The fans try another Triple H chant as HBK no-sells in desperation in Siguri. He rolls out of the way but can't get to his feet. DiBiase swarms and boots him down in the corner. Cody brings him over to the post, get his leg a couple times, they celebrate a, Brit a bit prematurely, allowing HBK to go spelunking up. What the fuck is that word? Looks like Which Jason one? spelled this. Spelunking. Spelunking? I don't know. And come up with the chair. I, I didn't go to college. That's an idiotic spot. Running <laughs> away from Sean. Unfortunately, the monkeys in the trunk cut. The monkeys in the trunk. Not in the truck. In the trunk. Cut back to HBK, and we see Cody have to ignore him like a moron while HBK crawls under the ring to bring out the plunder. The plunder. Should it be plunger? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, HBK gives him a Sabu chair shot. Ted Jr. gets pulled as well while Triple H stumbles back to life. HBK manages to fight off both with one leg while on his back. He finally eats a slingshot into the cell rather timidly. H is down to the ring and can't get the door open. HBK counters another slingshot and dives on Cody to crickets. Back in the ring, HBK tosses Ted Jr. into Cody, who sells the impact into the cell. Michaels with an inverted atomic drop, but still sells the leg. Burrito time, and the crowd is still mostly out to lunch. <laughs> climbing the cell to the biggest reaction of the match. Sweet chin music on DiBiase. HBK crawls over for the one-two. Cody pulls him off for a chair shot to the back. Trips gets a chair and tries to knock the lock in. DiBiase talks trash to the futility of his actions while Cody half power bombs HBK into the cage. They hoist Sean up for another flimsy power bomb, drive into the cage. Every single one of the cage shots has been as weak as the other, 
is weak as hell other than Cody lawn darting himself into the cage. Legacy, oh my God, this is the longest fucking thing ever. Legacy stands vainly over HBK while simultaneously taunting Triple H. Triple H stalks to the back looking for a plan B while King speculates that Triple H has abandoned DX for good. HBK begs and whimpers a bit, too unreali- even too unrealistically for himself. This might come off better if Legacy was doing another doing another other than some of the most generic heel beatdowns imaginable. DiBiase gets up, HBK to drive him into the cage and post several times to pick things up a bit. HBK practically slobbers all over himself, regressing into the vegetative state. HBK <laughs> pleads for mercy, but then doesn't need it as he fights back, only to eat a clothesline from DiBiase Jr. Let's finish this now. King begs for Legacy to get it over with and pin him, but it's not over yet. DiBiase drop kicks a chair into HBK's head and throat awesomely. Now see, that's legitimately dangerous looking move. Way better than say gently shoving his back into a chain link fence. Legacy then pauses calmly to steal the DX taunt. They pounce on HBK and drag him over to the post for the deadly ring post figure four. Yeah, cold. This is how Shawn Michaels tapped at breaking point. Cody applies the F4 while Ted locks in the million dollar dream from behind. But wait. Triple H is back and has bolt cutters. Trips busts in and cleans house. High knee and a jawbreaker for Ted and a coconut for both. Spinebuster on a chair for Cody. Vintage COO authority. It's a pedigree, but it breaks down back into a Donnybrook. HBK has recovered from the mildest life beatdown of all time to pull the DiBiase to the floor. Another ref comes out to relock the door, but first Trip steals the chain and then beats the tar out of DiBiase. King, the sickening thud. Triple H on the floor as DBI carted out in a crate to OVW with the Spirit Squad. DX is in with the with another spine buster on Cody. HBK pilmanizes the flying elbow on the chair on his throat. Triple H gets the sledge. Triple H gets the sledge while DBI is forced to watch on. DX both tune up bands and Cody between. SCM and a sledge shot to the skull. Nice. Badass finish for this one. Cover gets one, two, three for the academic win at 1801, but more like 25 with the pre match beat down. <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah. That was way yeah. too. <laughs> now, now, hold on, wait a second. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's more. My of my initial love for this match was the belief that Legacy might actually win and that it might actually lead to something. After all, they had gone over at breaking point the previous month. DX was in their twilight run and seemed to get it, but Legacy didn't bring enough good to back up on their end of the deal. DX got a decisive final victory in the match in the feud. Legacy still got a pay-per-view victory over them and it's alone in a cage, beating up one of the most sympathetic babyface sellers ever and still got almost nothing out of it. They just weren't ready the first time around. Legacy trapping trips outside the cage, outside of the cage in a straight-up fair fight seemed like they were getting over on him, smarting the cerebral assassin. Now it just seems like a crush. So the mega faces can take the heat without looking like they're overmatched. Ted get to, get, gets to do pretty much anything for the heels, which is fitting given the Marine 2's release not after this. This has structure, story, and finish of what should have been an awesome brawl, but instead is just awesome structure with a brawl inside it. Awesome finish. Three and a quarter stars. Oh, well, that was the beginning of uh, that was the beginning of AEW because Cody was done. That's where it started. Trips and uh, and Shawn Michaels are still in uh, double double E, and. Uh, right. You got you got Ted Dibodowski, man. He's doing a lot of stuff. Remember, he, when he left WWE, he became an executive at collegegaragesales.com. And now he's the uh, VP of uh, was that, One Life. Was that before or after he started stealing money? Yeah, it was probably after. Okay. You know, he's uh, in that, that money laundering thing. Yeah. The big money laundering scandal. Whew. Who's this? That was the only way he could legit be the son of the million dollar man. Dibodowski. Because mm. <laughs> that, that was what last month they tried to seize, the, seize his home. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think they took it. Didn't they take it? Uh, I'm what looking into that right now. 
His brother was indicted in one of the largest public corruption cases in Mississippi's history. They're trying to seize one and a half million dollar Madison home of former professional wrestler Ted Dibodowski Jr. Man. You know how bad it have to be to like be like he received millions of dollars from family. Mississippi's welfare agency through nonprofits, business deals, and travel oh. reimbursements. Whew. I mean, you know how corrupt you have to be for it to be like the most corrupt in Mississippi state history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's the best part. His brother worked at Mississippi's Department of Human Services. He stole 48000 in welfare money. That is nuts. And Brett DiBiase paid to teach drug abuse classes in Mississippi, even though he was in a luxury drug rehab program in Malibu at the time. Mm. Holy <laughs> shit. Wow. Wow. Oh, man. Damn. Dude, that's about as bad as Brett Favre. <laughs> man. That's crazy. Oh, man. Only in America. That's nuts, dude. Um, right? Oh, damn. Well, that was crazy. Well, let's get into some birthdays. Um, Happy birthday. Happy what would be 92nd birthday, Chief Jay Strongbow. Yeah, is he still around? He's still with us? No, he's got to be dead, right? 92? I don't know. Strongbow? He might still be with us. I mean, hell, Rick 2012. Still with us. He died in oh, 2012. He's 92, right, man. Just like Richard Dawson. <laughs> right. <All> right. <laughs> yeah. Died in 2012. Happy, uh, happy. 40 really 47 abyss i can see wow it. really yeah interesting all right yeah and then happy 72nd birthday to linda mcmahon oh linda she's only 72 i mean only 72 I think vince is 75 or yeah but vince don't look 75 hell yeah he does <laughs> He's looking old as shit, man. He's starting to look like Shawn Michaels with his eyes and shit. Oh, no. Just because he's a genetic jackhammer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I see what some of these pictures you're talking about are. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's one bad picture of her on Google Images. She looks kind of yeah, rough. Right. She's, yeah, she's yeah, looking old. She was rough. Yeah, that being that small business administration person. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'll age anybody. Oh, yeah, anybody there. I mean, Vince, yeah, you're right. Vince looks the better of the two. Yeah, he's still, they get he's worse? still probably using HGH, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's probably mixing. He's mixing in the HGH in his ass sauce. So <laughs> With the blue chew. <laughs> don't forget the blue chew alright so gotta thank Wes Anderson for mine quarantine check him out on Facebook Wes Anderson music give him a follow on the Twitter at songs by Wes thank you to all wear clothing Brandon over there we appreciate you thanks to Sean Crandall's quality landscaping and thank you to ConalBearDatingTransformation.com and somebody I forgot on the last show we got to thank Sparty Steve, everything he does for us. Sorry we couldn't get you on the show or get you on the sports show. That's our bad. But maybe uh, maybe sometime in the future we'll get you on the show. I don't know. What do you guys think? Oh, absolutely. That would be fun. Yeah. yeah. And just so you guys know, because we haven't talked about this, uh, the uh, uh, well, first off, I forgot to mention, AEW, an AEW sign showed up on the uh, Thunderdome, which was fantastic. <laughs> um, God. And then, um, are you surprised, though? Because I'm definitely not. No, not at all. We forgot to mention, too, in the NASCAR that uh, Kyle Busch's kid, Brexton, got his first victory in uh, driving carts, five-year-old. He's got, more win he's got more wins than his dad this year. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but lastly, Dwayne Johnson, he uh, revealed the cast of Young Rock, which is an uh, upcoming NBC comedy series inspired by his life. So it's him and the Fresh Off the Boat creator, 
and executive producer uh, Nanatachi Khan production is expected to start in Australia. It's going to chronicle, chronicle Johnson's formative years with uh, Dwayne set to appear in each episode. It received a straight to series order in January. He announced the cast with photos on Instagram. Bradley Constant will portray Johnson at 15 and then uh, Marco Polo star Uli Latakefu, which is probably Samoan, will play him from the ages of 18 to 20 when he's recruited to play football at the U. And then uh, somebody else plays him at age 10. And then uh, Stacy Lalua is cast as his mother, Ada Johnson, and his late father will be played by Joseph Lee Anderson. So wrote a special tribute to his dad and announcing Anderson. So that's pretty cool. Looking forward to that. I'll probably check that out a little bit. Um, Want to see what they do with the show? Be great to be the rock, man. Dude, the guy's just fucking in everything. Owns XFL. <laughs> got movies coming out like crazy. I mean, he's got. Uh, I think he announced that Hobbs and Shaw uh, sequel, which will be good. I liked Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, they him and Statham work well together. But uh, yeah, dude. I mean, Don't he is. Vin <laughs> yeah. Well, the shit. They're they're Fast Fierce Nine got postponed to next year. That's what I'm saying. Don't tell Vin Diesel. <laughs> Man, Vin Diesel. Vin, Vin, Vin Diesel just lost his push. Dude, you got to uh, – Are you still got the game on? I do not. Uh, I was about to say, turn, turn it back on. Yankees have the bases loaded with no outs in the fourth, but they just pulled Carrasco and they put in the kid who uh, reminds me of Ricky Vaughn. He wears 99. He's got the Ricky Vaughn haircut. Stop. I'm turning it on. So. He had a rough, uh, a rough middle of the season. I haven't seen him pitch since then, so I'm very scared right now. Um, well, who's up to bat? We'll oh, see. So how this he basically goes. is Ricky oh. Bond, then, huh? Oh, Urshel is up to bat. Sweet. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we'll. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's gonna. We forget to mention that like Dwayne's playing. Um, there's gonna be another Jumanji movie, and then uh, Jungle Cruise is gonna be coming out, and then he's also got. Uh, he's gonna be Black Adam. And mm. on Dude, top of a straight-to-TV, a straight-to-TV sitcom. You know how hard it is to get a sitcom, like, without a pilot? Right, straight series. But, I mean, they know he's bankable. Yeah. NBC knows right. it. And that's why, yeah. you know, and HBO had him. You know, HBO had him, and, and I love Ballers. Oh, I know Bear's never going to watch it, but... <laughs> <laughs> nope. Basically, like, his life now is what happens in the show, Bear. So we'll see. Okay. But anyway, I've been trying to back this down. Now you got me focused on this damn baseball game. But because um, we're getting there. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he swung. He went around. Anyway, as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Wrestling better get back here soon. Give up on him. Hey, uh, somebody turn the lights back on. <laughs>